with the women's basketball team alone could definitely have taken up a half-hour show. But, of course, the news when it comes to football, not going to give you any highlights or many highlights at all from the football game because I don't think you need to hear them. It was that bad. Tulane beats the Bulls 45-14, a team that had really struggled offensively in its last couple of games had been held to 10 points and then three points with 10 minutes to go at home against Tulsa and of course had 35 points on its first five possessions some short fields but some long fields and if you well I'm sure you know if you didn't know then you're hearing it here first but again sure you know Glenn Spencer has been relieved of his duties as defensive coordinator for the Bulls they were 125th in the country out of 130 teams as far as points allowed personally Big fan of Glenn Spencer's, good track record, but as you started to see what was going on, and of course, as you realize that you look at any coach's biography, there are many stops on them, and even though you think they're doing a good job at times, there's a decent chance that they could be moving on, and unfortunately, I think Saturday left head coach Jeff Scott with no decision, and that indeed was the decision. In a press release, head coach Jeff Scott said, I would like to thank Glenn for his hard work, professionalism, and dedication to our program and the student-athletes. He brought a great deal to our coaching staff, and his desire and effort were unquestioned, but ultimately I felt a change was needed as we move forward. I continue to believe we are headed in the right direction as a program and are building a foundation for success here at USF. End quote. I can definitely attest to the effort. I did several interviews with Coach Spencer, and you could see that he was a tired guy because he'd been up a lot trying to fix things. And the issue for him, I think, was not being able to put pressure with just the three men up front, always having to put that linebacker and being sort of caught in the middle of exposing a thin secondary or putting pressure on the quarterback. And, well, neither was happening in the first half on Saturday. And the Bulls, as you know, after getting ahead really early, in fact, we'll give you that highlight. Seemed like it was going to be a fun day in New Orleans at the beginning. McLean on a pitch to Joyner, makes a move, gets to the 10, to the 5, touchdown USF. Kelly Joyner on the pitch from Timmy McLean. 24 yards, and the Bulls have the lead in New Orleans. A couple third down conversions on the drive, and just like that, but two plays in. We said on this show... The name to remember, the name to be concerned about was Ty J. Spears, and unfortunately that ended up being the case as he sped off for a 69-yard touchdown run. And then, well, the offense didn't exactly shine in this one, as you know. Timmy McLean struggled, ended up getting pulled, interception early, short field number one, easy cash in, and then Tulane after a short field with the punt, a penalty on the punt, score on the next play. I'm not going to give you all the details of the game. You probably know them already, 45-14. to 14 was the final score. I'll just give you one line from Sam Barrington because he summed up the vibe accurately, and this was early on in the contest. USF's defense has struggled this year in several different instances, but you've never seen anything like this, and it looks like Tulane is just pretty much finding a way to keep USF's head spinning on defense. They're coming with a plethora of plays, whether it's pass, or run plays, and USF just cannot slow these guys down, and they need to get this quarter over here quickly so they can have a few minutes to go to the sideline and regroup because it's ugly. And although things got better in the second half from a defensive standpoint, they did not pick up offensively. Now, we told you that Tulane's defense had improved. It did sack McLean five times before ending his day early. The good news is 
it's going to be easy to forget because of what's left on the schedule for the Bulls. As you know, the war on I-4 this Friday, 3.30 will be the game time. So today, football radio show, Jeff Scott, of course, will talk about the decision to part ways with Glenn Spencer. Press conference, of course, will be, I'm sure, well attended and pretty long on Tuesday. Normally, we'd have that live for you. Frankly, I'm the person that makes it go live because I'm there. I do all the audio hookups, and and we just don't have the equipment to pull it off live. But I've already let the guys know at USF, obviously, that we can't put it live on Unlimited. So they are going to make efforts to put out a video stream. So you won't be able to catch it here, but it'll be available via some method. I would strongly advise keeping an eye Tuesday on the USF football Twitter page. So we're here in the Bahamas, and yesterday was incredible. The Bulls had a big-time scare put into UConn. We'll get to that game in a second, but let's start off with the first game. And the Bulls got off to a pretty good start against a Syracuse team like them that was 2-1, and one, was turning its opponents over 25 times a game, which was a concern. And the Bulls were fine at the start. They were up 13-10. to 10. Then, again, three games in three days, so you sit your starters for a little bit at 13-12, to 12, and Syracuse would go on an 8 nothing run. So it was 20-13 early in the second quarter, but Syracuse's advantage didn't last long, and the Bulls would blow it out starting in the second. They have missed their last nine shots when Manunga had that strong drive to the hoop. It was 13-10 with 3.58 to go. Bulls made all their substitutions about 20 seconds after that, and they have been struggling ever since. Probably going to take... Sydney Harvey three or somebody to hit a wide open shot to get him going and get him back comfortable right now, but they're not. There's Harvey wide open. Boy, again, they are listening very closely to the play-by-play guys. Sydney Harvey from Pinzon, 20 to 16. That ends the drought. Okay, now the Bulls need to go on an 80 to nothing run. There's Thornton, great three-point shooter. Didn't really get a good look at that one. Shea Lever gets the rebound. Bulls are doing well on the glass tonight. Now Chinecki just wants to drive in, puts it up and lays it in. Elena Chinecki has that capacity to take over control of games when she wants to, and I don't think anybody would mind if she decides to right now. After an 0-3 start, her first points have the Bulls within two. Sydney Harvey gets a wide open look from three, and it just rims out. Not a bad shot. Manunga the rebound. That's got to go in, and it does. Betty Manunga has a double-double vibe about her today. Give her six points and a fifth board, and the Bulls back to within two, 22-20. They should be able to dominate inside, but... Syracuse's ability to shoot the three scares. A nice little pivot move there by Hyman, but just misses Manunga. Pulls down, rebound six, pins on behind her back. Wide open is Janecki. Now she wants to drive to possibly tie it instead. Shea misses. Manunga gets another rebound. Two putbacks in a row for Betty. Eight points, seven boards, and the Bulls have tied this thing back up at 22. Really good to see Betty Manunga exerting herself. So after a big run to end the first quarter by Syracuse, Bulls have restored order. Chinecki with a couple of jab steps. Now it's going to take a long jumper. Looks good, and it is. Elena Chinecki starting to get in rhythm, and the Bulls have taken the lead back. They have reinserted their starting lineup. Again, when they left the game, it was 13-12. to They re-entered late in the first quarter, and it's been 11-5, to 11-4. So basically 24-16 to for the starters. Manunga wide open three, and she knocks it down. Betty Manunga can make that shot. And she is in double-double range, one rebound away here. And she gives the Bulls a 27-22 lead with 3.49 to go. A 20-8 second quarter had the Bulls on top at halftime, 33-26. They put up a 25 spot in the third. Here are some of the highlights. Right off the 
First play, it's Elena Chinecki inside of Eddie Mononga, and the Bulls pick up where they left off. They extend their lead to their biggest of the night, 35 to 26. It's afternoon, night, you get the idea. It's a sportscaster thing. We don't know what time it is half the time. And the lead is down to five. It's a sweet jump shot. Harvey to Pinzon against his 2-3 zone. Harvey's got to take that shot. Looks long, and it's long enough to hit the back rim and swish in. 38-30. Sydney Harvey, no hesitation, makes her third three. That's a big shot right there. And a steal, and she stays in bounds. Going to take it all the way for a layup, and the Bulls now lead it by 10. Sydney Harvey, five quick ones, and Syracuse calls a timeout. Going to keep shooting threes. Manunga over to Janaki. She wants to drive, and Lane opens up. She puts it in. Carr had to hold off defensively. They will let you drive in on them. That was one of the coaching points by the Bulls. If you get a good, strong step, they're not exactly tough inside defensively, and the Bulls have their biggest lead, 46-33. Janecki now with eight points after a slow start. Now Hyman drives on Harvey, tries to change hands, but she was too far underneath the basket. Bad shot, now the Bulls want to run. Janecki's wanting to go right back to the hoop, switches hands and puts it in. Elena Janecki has put the Bulls up, 48-33. Hell, giving them heck. Meanwhile, five on the shot clock. The Bulls are going to throw it out from the right side. Pinned in the corner is Manunga. Wilson pops out. Not a three-point shooter. Alvarez is out there now. Someone's got to put it up. It's Chinecki. That's a good-looking shot from here, and she knocks it down. That's a big three as the Bulls were a little stagnant on their last few offensive possessions, and it's 51-36 with three minutes to go in the third quarter. Murray over to Christiana Carr. Dulcie jumps out on her, and she is red hot. Another three. Christiana Carr. Four for seven for threes. Maria's open. You know, she can knock it down, and she does. Maria, 54 to 39. Three-point shooting starting to take hold. Again, both these teams shoot it around 24, 25 times from the distance. And there's Carr catching. Hardly even looks at the basket. Almost knocked that one down. Maria Alvarez now to Chinecki. Thinks about a drive. Hesitation. Now the reset for the Bulls. Maria's going to put it right up. She's feeling it. Yeah, Maria just gave it a little boom after that one went in. You know she can get streaky, and it's good to see. 57-39, to 39, Syracuse is going to call another timeout. I would suggest they get out of their zone defense because it's not working against the Bulls. Apologize for the little fritzes on the audio. My engineer, who is great, by the way, as I didn't have to do anything technically, uh, wasn't used to my outbursts of volume, which got corrected yesterday, thank God, because there were a few more outbursts. Then the fourth quarter was fun as well as Patience Williams, Odeth Betancourt, Ariel Wilson all get down in the scoring action. The starters, none of them had to go 30 minutes, and the Bulls win it 77-53. to Manunga really keyed it with her 12 rebounds along with her team-high 18 points. Harvey and Chinecki both with 17 points in that game. And the turnovers, which would have been the main concern, how about the Bulls? only turning it over 11 times. And, of course, the big story was offensive rebounds, and the Bulls dominated in that category, 18-4. to They would also out-rebound UConn yesterday. We've got those highlights coming up next.